By far, it's too much carbon in the CO2 cycle. Code red for humanity. Only 15 years from now, we say that you can sail with a sailboat crossing the North Pole. I think we need to draw a total new global map. The car industry itself was not the movers on electrical cars. How the heck are we going to feed 14 billion people? This is a podcast from WOW. Henrik Badin, the CEO of WOW ASA, and Shazad Rana, former CTO at Microsoft Norway. The North Pole is melting, and some scientists say that within 15 to 20 years, we could have an ice-free Arctic if we don't act. Henrik, how real is this threat? I think it's, it's real, for sure. Uh, I, like the, I like the perspective because Norway is known for its polar expedition history. And 15 years from now, we can, we can look back uh, in 1895, Fritjof Nansen uh, was on his way to the North Pole. 30 years later, Roald Amundsen uh, made it to the, to the North Pole. And, you know, it was 30 years between those. And only 15 years from now, we say that you can sail with a sailboat crossing the North Pole. And it's, it's, it's scary. And I'm, you know, I live in a patchwork uh, family. Uh, my, my oldest daughter will be 40 years at that time, 15 years from now. And my, one of my oldest granddaughters will be turning 20. So it's pretty few years yeah, um, until we we can all go sailing to the North Pole, you know? Yeah, but, but let, let's put some figures to this. Uh, yes. Uh, Rama, you, you know, how bad is it? Well, you know, let me just continue slightly on, on, on the reflections that, that actually Henry is making. And it is so close that such a disaster may happen or start in a very accelerating pace in our lifetime. Even even the uh, United Nations went out a couple of years ago, Henrik, and they classified this as when it, when they classified it as code red for humanity, mm. for the global humanity. It's really strong words. Yeah. Mm. And back to the numbers, as you yeah. mentioned, yeah. Um, every single year we are putting out into the atmosphere forty billion metric tons of CO two every single year and that has been from the early uh, 1900 it's it we know the numbers are just been increasing uh, it came with the industrial winner revolution that we had and the pace is not stopping at all and then uh, the reason why it's not stopping is that because we've, we've been doing stuff at least in the in the western world for for a while but but still it's it's, it's growing and growing and uh, you know well you know it's not only the western world it's our lifestyle the way we live the way we purchase our products the way we travel it's our lifestyle that is actually causing this disaster to happen yeah. and even um when if you read the climate report there are so many things that we already have done to this globe, that even if we reverse it, the effect is not changeable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are so many things. Yeah. But we all think that it's it's the uh, the big plants that uh, you know where the smoke comes out of the chimneys that are you know are the biggest uh, badass uh, <laughs> CO two emissions uh, uh, you know behind the CO two emissions. But 
you you worked at Microsoft. Yeah. And the, the technology and the data and so on. That's a major player it in is. the CO2 it emissions. Is. It is. Uh, well, you know, it is not only the industry itself that is actually pouring out uh, CO2 into the atmosphere. Um, just our lifestyle, when, as I mentioned, electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, of those 40 billion tons that, w- uh, that went into the atmosphere in 2019, 40% of them, they were from uh, production of electricity. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know everything from hair dryer, data centers, whatever. You know uh, our lifestyle relies on electricity, mm-hmm. and uh, those forty percent um, in Norway, we are very fortunate that we got hydropower. But if we look globally, that is not the case. <laughs> so basically, what we do is that we burn coal, gas, or uh, fossil fuel to generate electricity. Mm-hmm. The energy mix that we are having. Represents when when it stands for forty percent of the CO two put into the atmosphere. And now they're talking about uh, building a data center for uh, TikTok mm-hmm. just outside of of Oslo. Yeah. Uh, is, <laughs> is that a good thing for society? <laughs> oh well, you know, you're asking really big questions here, uh, Ule. Uh, let me just when I first uh, go slightly back to Microsoft when I worked there. Um, uh, in 2022, Microsoft went out and they made a pledge. And they said that by 2030, we want to become carbon negative. And by 2050, we want to remove our historical carbon footprint made since the company was founded back in 1975, I think it was. That's an uh, ambitious mission. It is definitely. It is is taking responsibility. So what my point is that not only my companies like Microsoft, everybody needs to take responsibility of their footprint when it comes to carbon and CO2. Yeah, mm. but this d- data center that we're talking about here, yeah. uh, how, you know, how much uh, uh, energy do, does it uh, take to to run? Yeah, you mentioned that uh, TikTok <laughs> data center that we are having a very heavy debate here in Norway uh, when it comes to that. That is a data center of a size of 150 megawatt. Mm. That is the size of that, just one, one data center onto that. If, if we look globally, and if you take the big, big uh, tech uh, three, you know, the big three uh, tech companies, Google, Microsoft, and Amazon, you can just ima- imagine the uh, electricity, you know, electricity usage they have annually when it comes to the global data centers that they have. Uh, just so we get the feel of that as well. If the North Pole melts. Mm-hmm. Um, how will it? How will this meltdown affect us? The melting of ice is is a problem because you're then exposing lots of areas that you have a lot of organic matter. So you have you have some accelerating effects on this. You have methanation uh, of you now in up in the Siberia area, for example. Uh, you, oh. you see, you know, you see. Uh, you see the acceleration of, of CO2 into the atmosphere. Yeah, but, but I see, for, for me, that living in Oslo, okay. yeah. uh, how, how will it affect me? Uh, will it be... Okay. Yeah. Um, I think we need to draw a total new global map because there will be so much land that will be underwater uh, because of the race of, uh, you know, uh, when the ice is melting, is actually locking a lot of, uh, you know, water. So that means that um, countries like Seychelles will be gone because the water will raise probably a couple of meters 
uh, by that. And as you, uh, as Henrik mentioned, a lot of the biodiversity that we mm. have will be will be messed up. Mm. It will. Um, it will be such a disaster, global disaster, that we don't want to move in there, um, Ola. No, no. And you you also see that you know <laughs> yeah. scientists are trying to predict you know what the effects. Uh, yes, you heard. Previously, that you know, when they when the when the polar ice is melting, it does something with this salination in the water, mm-hmm. and the Gulf Stream, for example. So you have you have different effects that it's it's it will have a major impact on on uh, mm. on the biodiversity and and life on Earth. Mm. Okay, now we know there is a problem. <laughs> okay, and we have to solve it. So how do we fix it? <laughs> we need to be a part of the solution, mm. not the problem. Yeah. Right now, we are a part, definitely a big part of the problem. Yeah. We need to change our lifestyle. Even if we capture 40 billion uh, mm. tons of CO2 every single year, and we can store it subsurface or into, into whatever storage facility we have, that is just a temporary part of the solution. But, but if, you look, if you look at it, you know, we, by far it's too much carbon in the... CO2 cycle, uh, so it's more, too much carbon in the in the atmosphere, and that's because of all the the fossil, all the carbon that we have injected into the system via extracting oil and gas over so many years and coal. So so what what we need to do is we need to you you see that big industry and 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 are talking about becoming climate neutral. You see. Uh, the Green Deal, EU Green Deal, is all about becoming carbon neutral by 2050. But you need to do more. You need to not only stop the usage of fossil-based energy and fossil coal for all kinds of industrial processes, but you also need to take carbon out of the, uh, out of the cycle. Mm. So it's a massive job to do, but it's, you know, it's very hard to argue against the scientists. There's, there's too much carbon in the, in our t- CO2 cycle, and that's that's heating up this planet. I just checked uh, uh, air airline, you know, trips, you know, and uh, just checked. Okay, I'm going to Boston, and uh, I think it was 2.2 tons uh, of uh, CO2 emissions that uh, I was uh, behind on, 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 or will be behind on that trip. Uh, and in average, uh, it's 8.4 tons per person in the EU. That, that's what I, I, I think that's... And, know, and Norway is actually know. in the higher end of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it is. But I was thinking, you know, that's one airline trip. And I think we, we all travel a lot. So I, I actually got a bit of a bad conscience because I travel a hell of a lot. <laughs> and, but, 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 so but, what, what can we do? But the, know, inter- the, the, interest, the interesting yeah. perspective, since we're, you know, the awareness of, of, of the, you know, we thought that, you know, moving to a digitalized world, more data, more, you know, you, you do everything online. You know, people need to be aware that, you know, we have a nice app on our phone. We can order things. You know, everything is 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 different from what it was. And you thought that, you know, that was the green direction. You know, that was uh, that digitalization. Would you you would think that that was was uh, moving the world in the green transition. Yeah. But the problem, as, as Ronald says, is that this requires electricity. This requires energy. And most of that energy globally is produced by fossil energy sources. 
and and so so I think that this you know discussing this is interesting because it puts this into perspective because people as you started with you know think that the production cement the, the metallurgic industry the aviation cars and everything are the big polluters but we also have to be aware that that it's also the way we act the way we we use data the way we 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 uh, we do it ourselves you know and that's why it was uh, it was actually a, a big surprise for many that you know saw that why was was microsoft buying co2 offsets why was that company but then you can understand that you know this company and many others in that industry is is consuming a lot of energy that today is powered by fossil fuels yeah. yeah, well, you know, I would claim that Microsoft was quite a uh, ambitious first mover when they um, launched their pledge by get, well, you yeah. know, by removing their historical footprint, and I think um, that is also uh, a phase of it. And, and and the next phase, the scope two and scope three, is actually to make that energy transition to have mm. that energy mix not only from a norwegian point of view where where we where, you know where microsoft purchased hydropower but from a global point of view yeah. that is the big numbers that are actually will play in the game and and second it is also by moving and by being a first uh, mover you bring a lot of other industry player into the same sentiment mm. and 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 I think that that is the clue. Um, the pro when this is a problem that are directly related to us, and we need to be a part of that solution. And being a part of that solution is that the gain that we will get by the sum of our changes, our behavior, and the global transition that is needed in order to solve this uh, problem, uh, that is a requirement that we actually just have to face. And we just have to start moving in, in, into that in a, uh, transition phase. But energy, definitely, we need to have uh, more renewable energy sources when it comes to ele electricity production. Mm. Mm. Now we talked about uh, how we should uh, fix it, but but who should fix it? Everybody else. Isn't that we know very often said that? Well, Absolutely. it is not our problem. It is somebody else who is actually polluting. Uh, let me put it that way: this is a global problem. The world has proven during COVID pandemic that we are able to pull global. Uh, challenges and mm. find solutions to that. Exactly. Never before were there that many scientists working together, that many governments working together. We didn't only have one uh, vaccine, we actually had seven vaccines. Mm. And we used technology to try to solve that. And th that is back to that is that technology is a key component into finding a proper uh, sustainable solution into our global climate yeah but but henrik you, you often talk about the agent of change you know what do you mean by that you need you need agents of change uh in 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 my world it's it's about you know since we're talking about big industries uh, they would not necessarily be the ones that transitions the first you know uh, if you look at the car industry the electrical cars the car industry itself was not the movers on electrical cars. 
You would think that BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Ford company, that would be the movers on that. It wasn't. You know, look at Tesla. So, so Tesla, I would say, was perhaps the, mm. the agents of change that drove that industry in, into going electric. So, so you need some companies that, that, that are these first movers. So, and we have seen that in many industries where we are helping, we have an approach where we want to turn biomass and waste into renewable carbon for to be used like in the metallurgic industry space that are big consumers of fossil carbon today. Uh, we, we see that in the tire industry where we are uh, looking at re- recycling end-of-life tires into you know, recyclable carbon black instead of extracting new fossil carbon into, into, into tires. You, 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 have, you don't necessarily have these well-established leaders in that space doing the taking the first mover step then you have these startups you have these 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 uh these new companies that are 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 introducing the circularity they're introducing technology and they are um it could be built on operating vehicles building factories to demonstrate that you can you know produce renewable energy from waste and biomass you can you know you can recover carbon for industrial use but those kind of companies are, are, are the agents of change, and, and WOW definitely is, is one of those. You look at yourself as a, as a green entrepreneur, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. And, we, and we, we, can, we have a track record of doing that. We, uh, we do that now towards... We, we did it in the cruise industry for years. We became a market leader in the industry, in that industry particularly, to help them with, with their emissions and, and help them with with their sort of uh, uh, cleaner ocean uh, ambitions. Um, and of course, that gave us also uh, the, we saw that we can do it, you know, we can do it in other industries. And that's why we moved towards the, the metallurgic industry mm-hmm. with, you know, taking sort of a first mover position, building, you know, factories to produce renewable carbon to help them go carbon neutral. And we're doing that towards other industries. So, yeah, you know, you need some 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 green entrepreneurs in 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 many industries. But the, you know, the question is, you know, when you saw when when you when you worked in Microsoft, you you also in a way were first movers. You know, we're firm, first movers to 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 look at your 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 historical. Carbon yeah, that's what you, 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 you put. You, you yeah. made some some industry standards or some, yeah. some ambitions that other would later on use as benchmark. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, not only not only first movers, but I think it is also about bringing uh, all of their value chain into the same mood and the same thinking. But back to your point, uh, whatever mindset that brought us into this problem, Ulla it will not be the same mind, mindset that will solve it. It, it is not, not a chance at all. So back to your point is that you need outsiders that do have different mindset than the major industry player in order to actually make that change. Mm-hmm. And that mindset is a challenging mindset. People don't like it. Let's face it. We are now 8 billion people on this planet. In 10 years' time, we may be 14 billion. Mm. 
How the heck are we going to feed 14 billion people? How we will live our lives when when uh, UN says that two-thirds of the global population will live in urban areas? What a pressure. We need to build and think a total different sustain, uh, in, a, in a sustainability way than we have done in the past. I'm sorry, that is, that is a reality. That means that it's going to be painful for everybody of us, but it will require that change in order to survive. And this is in a few years, you know. So, so yeah. when, when, we, when, we, when we talk about the sailing across the North Pole in 15 years from now, you know, the problems are so much bigger, so massively much bigger than, than, yeah. than just Let the, me, the fact that the, yeah. the Arctic ice is gone, you know. Yeah. When actually it should fright us that that we have younger generation that are not willing to bring child to this world because it doesn't feel right. When actually it is a philosophical, it's a really, really frightening signals that basically we're getting at this point. And imagine in 10 years' time. This is a podcast from WOW.